<sighs> what you sipping on, Franks? Coke Zero. Because I'm an adult with no gallbladder. Is that a thing that happens? For me, it does. What I happened? cannot. I what the the gallbladder? No, like what happens if you drink Coke without a gallbladder? Oh well, I started drinking no sugar Coke uh, before my gallbladder got taken out. I wasn't big on sodas, but I loved soda water. And then somehow it just kind of, I got back into zero sugar Coke because I was trying to avoid sugar because I was a big old boy and I was drinking Arizona teas. Who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> I found out that the uh, nutrition information on the back of a lot of soft drinks yeah. are per serving, not mm-hmm. per container. And that's how they do that. Yeah. Arizona sweet teas have like four servings per can. And I was like, oh, 120 milligrams of sugar isn't bad. No, but 480 is. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know who it was, but there was a pie company. It was like a frozen pie. You have a grocery store. You know, they had the nutrition fact for per slice. They decided to release a diet version where all they did, it was the same exact pie, but they cut the portion size in half. Right. So, uh, yeah, make sure you read your portion sizes. Because a pack of Top Ramen, that's two portions. Yeah, yeah. That that amount of sodium could kill you, I'm pretty sure. I used to eat two of them. What do you mean used to? I still sometimes do. Do you use both seasoning packets or do you just use one seasoning pack for both? No, no. So the way I make my my top ramen is, you know, you get a pot of water on. I like to throw in like whatever I got around. So if it's dry seasoner, if I got garlic or ginger, whatever's in there. And I throw in the soy sauce and I let that boil and I put the noodles in, let those cook. Then I save the liquid and I drain that off take the noodles in the bowl and then mix the noodles with just the packet. So the noodles get nice and flavored. And then you nice. dump some, just some of the broth in there. And that's, that's my perfect bowl of ramen right there. I tried something different the other day. I was oh, like, okay, okay, I know I got ramen, but I don't want to just eat ramen. So no. <clears throat> I got some peanut butter, some roasted right. peanuts, a little bit of, uh, Lunch meat turkey, because, you know, I'm trashy. This isn't, you keep going. So I, uh, some broccoli, some onions. So first off, you you boil the ramen until it just starts to come apart. Okay. Like, so now that it's all the way apart and roiling bubble, it's just starting to come apart. It's like if you poke it with a fork, it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah. Then you turn that off and drain it immediately. Okay. In your frying pan, you throw in some diced up onions and some butter or olive oil, whatever you prefer. Actually, the best don't you try you shouldn't use olive oil for that because olive oil has a low smoke point. Well, I'm not trying oil. to. I'm, I'm letting those are simmering while the the water's boiling. It's just Listen. to caramelize the onions. I think to bring this full circle, you need to use peanut oil. 
Probably. And really just yeah. it all the way up. But continue. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. It's a good point. I've uh, since gone to coconut oil because that's dope. I like it. But anyway, saute down the onions, throw in, put some oil or butter or whatever in the pan and throw your noodles in there. Then throw your vegetables, your peanuts, your protein. Then take a big scoop of peanut butter, bloop, right in there. A little bit of uh, sriracha and lemon, lime juice. That's white trash pad thai right there. Yeah, I mean, peanut butter is really, really good in a lot of noodle dishes, I think, in Southeast Asia. Also, so is almond butter. I don't know if you've ever tried almond butter. Oh, yeah, it's good. Throw that in with some fried rice. Or, yeah. I like, see, when I'm making fried, when you make fried rice, you get, we told you this before, but we're going to tell you again. You make your rice and then you chill it and then you take that and make the fried rice because for some reason it works. But I like to do ginger, garlic, and green onion is kind of like my, my trinity or my mirepoix for them French, French chefs out there. But yeah, I like it. Yeah. Also, I learned if you're doing a, like, you know, the cup of noodle ramens and you boil the water and you pour it, pour it over it, just take uh -huh. an egg and crack it over it and then pour your boiling water over it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I made some straight up white rice with a little hint of ginger, garlic, and salt in, in the rice cooker. Yeah. Take that out, put it in a bowl while it's still steaming, crack an egg over the top, whip it together breakfast yeah also Delicious. don't don't underappreciate the power of cinnamon and savory food it's delicious a little powdered cinnamon goes a long way i've never thought about that i bet it is delicious and then a lot of moroccan cooking and uh was it using fresh mint is also good not as like a dessert thing but like in noodles and stuff huh. it's refreshing yeah, I'm, like I'm not quite ready to experiment. I'm still trying to nail down <laughs> the Women. one dish that I make. Is that your white trash pad thai? No, it's a... Um, I dust chicken cubes in cornstarch. Okay. Fry those up until they're kind of crunchy. Not feeling it. This is the... Um, uh, this is chicken that I've marinated for two days in either grapefruit juice or orange juice. You're making you're making a puree. It sounds like. Well, no, I don't. I don't puree it. This is just no, juice. No. <laughs> the juice will making chicken ceviche. Mm. Well, yeah, the chicken does <laughs> cook up a little bit, but that's why I can you know get it crunchy real fast and not have to worry about if the middle's cooked. I hope it right. isn't. I eat my chicken medium rare, but go on. That is gross. I'm very ill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm practically dying. But yeah, that's <laughs> what else you put on that? The chicken with the cornstarch? Well, the marinade is um, teriyaki, soy, grapefruit juice, or orange juice, and um, white wine vinegar. Or yeah, rice wine vinegar. Yeah, rice wine. I was going to say, I make a recommendation. Yeah, rice wine vinegar is chef's kiss. But uh, let that sit for two days. And then 
cut it up, dust the chicken in cornstarch, get my coconut oil real hot, throw it in there till they get crispy. And while that's cooking, I am boiling down the marinade. You're making teriyaki sauce is what it sounds like. (laughs) With teriyaki sauce. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Teriyaki sauce is pineapple juice and soy sauce. And And I think brown sugar. And it's all been like cooked down. It's really good. It's really bad for you, but it's really good. Oh, it's delicious though. (laughs) But this is with grapefruit juice. It's with orange juice. I'm I'm trying to get an orange chicken vibe with different citrus flavors. And if I can get the chicken... If I can get that uh, breading or that coating just right, oh, it's so good. You but should I can try never with... do it again. It's always a different flavor every time I cook. That's why I'm not a professional chef. That's why I can't work in a restaurant because I can't ever repeat dishes. Write it down when you're doing it. What am I? What am I? Then you're not going to remember it if you don't write it down. It's the That's same ingredients works. every time. Yeah, but if it's, it's not just measured... The... Well, glug, glug, glug. Okay, that's done. Squirt, yeah, squirt, squirt. Do that you into know. a measuring cup when you do it and see what it shows up as and then write that down. Well, but it's not just that. It's how long it cooks. It's how much cornstarch I use. It's whether or not I remembered that that's boiling, reducing down to the point <laughs> where it's inedible. You know, it's... How many times have you done that? Once. Where you just boil it, boil it, yeah, where it's just no good. Oh, I mean, I still ate it because hard. Of it, it was just the pan. so. <laughs> well, it, I I caught it before it like boiled down to nothing. I just I <laughs> caught it when it was boiled down to salt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a salty, clean. Could just gravy. added more water. I learned that after, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that tonight, as a matter of fact, because I I dumped it into a hot pan and it immediately went chewy mm. like the gravy was chewy and i was like oh no uh water <laughs> <laughs> not wasting all this shit fruit leather uh, Ooh, one of my favorite white trash dishes is you just take like whatever chicken you have i prefer boneless or i prefer chicken thighs boneless with the skin and you just chop that up and you put it in a pan with just like garlic salt seasoning salt you know, all the classic American flavors, garlic powder, salt, you know, (laughs) you know, a bunch of shit. And then you just take cream of mushroom soup and you pour it over that. And you eat that over a bed of rice. It's so good. I'll I'll do you one better. You take the chicken, boneless chicken, throw it in a casserole dish. Cream of mushroom. What's the other cream? Cream of chicken. Yeah, cream of mushroom, oh. cream of chicken. You you put a bed of rice, uncooked rice, in the casserole dish. Mm-hmm. One can, one can, fill it up with water, dump it in there. So now you've got two Wait, cans of water. Instead of, instead of using water, use chicken stock. Oh, that's not a bad take, idea. Here's the next level. Listen. But then you Whenever just bake a- it for like two hours. Boom. you got a, a chicken rice casserole. Put some cheese over the top. Let me give you some advice here. Whenever you're cooking with something and it says add water, don't add water. Add whatever else you want, like chicken, like chicken stock, beef stock. Or if you're making mashed potatoes, don't add water, like the instant mashed potatoes. Add milk instead of water. Well, whenever I would make mashed potatoes, 
I would always use milk and 50% and half and half. Yeah, that's the right way. And oh, my mashed potatoes, man. They used to, they would slap, dude. You put a half a pack of ranch dressing with some garlic and milk cream. Put that in there. A block, an entire block of cream cheese. I was going to say butter, but go ahead. Well, butter, yeah. You also want to use a full (laughs) stick of butter. No, no. No, This is for like like five (laughs) gallons of potatoes as well. So like whatever you eat in a day. (laughs) It was for a Thanksgiving meal, but yeah. So at the restaurant I work at, I have potatoes down to a science. So what you're going to want to do is you're either going to take 50% russets and 50% Yukons, or you can do all red potatoes. Either way, you want your potatoes uncircumcised, which means I want the skin on. I like the skin. Yeah, skin on. You always you always leave the skin on. You just scrub them with a green scrubby, a clean green scrubby first. I just, I just give them a rub down in water. You just rinse them. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're not, you can sit there and scrub and scrub. It's just you're getting the dirt off. A little bit of dirt is probably... There's actually varieties of potato in certain countries. When you get them, you actually have to eat a little bit of dirt with it because there's toxins in the potato. But for some reason, the soil it's grown in helps... It's like the antidote that removes the toxins. I don't know. I've heard about, I heard about this on a food podcast. Which is back, apparently what this whole podcast is. We have not talked about anything but food. That's fine. Also, listen, Frakes, you know how many varieties of potatoes are there? There's like, like 250. Can... Wrong. There's 5,000. Is there really? Yeah. You know I, how many I can name? Like five. That's about it. Russets, Russets Yukons, new, red. New? Aren't red potatoes new potatoes? Are those the same thing? No, red potatoes. New potatoes are just smaller potatoes. You just oh. They're pre- they're new. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. I was like, why the fuck do they call them new? Because they're yeah, new, fin- dumbass. And you got russets, Yukons, reds, fingerlings. Uh, there's the purple potatoes. I don't know the actual name, but I call them purple potatoes. And that's about you, all you I already, got. You already got me beat when you <laughs> named Yukons. That's the gold ones. But anyway, back to making mashed potatoes. <laughs> I would take 50% russets, 50% uh, Yukon gold. Because the Yukon Golds are fluffy, but the Russets are starchy. It's a nice 50-50 mix. Right. You, you boil them down. overpower it with one kind or the other. Oh, yeah. You boil it down whole. After you boil it down whole, you take them out, you strain them, you mash them up good. And for your butter, say you did 10 pounds of Russets and 10 pounds of Yukons, you would take, that's 20 pounds of potatoes, you would use right. 5 pounds of butter. And then, <laughs> one fourth of your mashed potatoes is butter oh no no and here it gets better then when you have your five pounds of butter that's how much cream and milk you add because what's half of five is 2.5 so you put a, a quart of cream a quart of milk and a quart of half and half so it's all equal so it'd be you know two and a half right. quarts of half and half then you mash that down you add salt and pepper to taste i like black pepper because I, Rant, I fucking hate when chefs are like, use white pepper because I don't like the black flakes. White pepper tastes like a fucking horse. It smells like a horse farm where black pepper has flavor and the white pepper doesn't like it because it's funkier and knows how to dance. But the white pepper just needs to learn how to leave the fucking black pepper alone and mind its own goddamn business. 
when it's trying to have a barbecue. You get you get what I'm saying? Anyway, use black pepper. I mean, I hear you, but I've never had white pepper. It's not good. Don't bother. So I've all only it is, ever had crushed peppercorn. Black pepper, you know, the little balls of them. If yeah. you take, if you shell the black stuff off of them, you get white pepper. Oh. That's it. But the black stuff has all the fucking good flavors in it. You know how you crack a peppercorn, it's like black on the outside, white on the inside? Yeah. The white inside is, is white peppercorns. There's also I, pink peppercorns, green peppercorns, Szechuan peppercorns. See, I've uh, never Indonesian been Indonesian pepper, long pepper. I'm not a pepper guy. Like, I like spicy. I like some things that are spicy. Oh, do you? Because I made recently a Carolina Reaper. Did you see where... Um, yeah, I, I heard where you and Toker talked about your Carolina Reaper and... Kiwi hot sauce. Kiwi, yes. It's so damn good. I want to make more of it. Well, I say I like pepper. I like spicy. Uh, the reason that I can't drink anymore is also the reason that I can't really handle spicy food anymore. Well, as that gallbladder goes, your body says, nah, 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 nah. So, Here, let me, yeah, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Also, I'm going to show you this. Start eating so, better. You can't make me. Uh, there's this thing called Indonesian. Hey, trying, you want to <laughs> keep your gallbladder? Eat better. There's things called Indonesian long peppercorns. And that's them. Like, they just, yeah, they look, they look like, like pine corns. They look like little cat turds, but they're peppercorns and you grate them. And they're really cool. There's also, like, there's a fuck ton of varieties of food we just don't know about. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like, and the crazy part about food, if you can think of something to do, it's probably already been done. Like, one of the best things I've ever eaten as a dessert was a piece of foie gras. I don't eat, I try not to eat foie gras anymore because it's a terrible fucking. It's not a good thing. But anyway, they caramelized it with sugar and they tatted it top of blueberry or a buttermilk blueberry ice cream on top. And it was so good. Foie gras, that's just organ meat, right? It is the goose of a duck or a, or the liver of a goose or a duck that's been force fed. Right, right. Yeah, it's just cruel for no reason. However, they are all, there is one provider where he naturally lets his geese gorge themselves on a specific type of flower that turns their their liver yellow and it's humanely so it's like humane it's fucking amazing so it's like the ducks and geese just eat all the fucking flowers they want and they gorge themselves so they're not getting force fed with a pipe okay i'm also not a fan of veal i feel like veal is kind of cruel and it doesn't really add that much to anything yeah if you want really tender meat soak it brine it There's, there's ways to get veal-quality meat without locking a baby in a box and feeding it nothing but milk. Yeah, see, that's the stuff I don't like. Like, I don't feel like we should eat the smart animals. Like, octopus. I don't really feel good about eating Yo. octopus. Oh, I wanted to put this in Noob's notes to talk about it. Go ahead. Apparently, we got the, the UK has officially declared lobsters cephalopods and um certain other seafood i think it might just be lobster squid octopus as sentient therefore illegal to eat or illegal to cook alive so octopus i definitely think are sentient same with kind of all all animals are sentient Uh, it's whether they're sapient or not I think octopuses are sapient. 
I, yeah, I think they, they can think. I think, I don't know about squid. Squid feels like how Neanderthals are to Homo sapiens. Yeah, octopus is the more evolved squid. Yeah, like I feel like a squid's kind of like the robot fish brain where they're like, they can't, they can't problem solve. That's honestly like, if animals can problem solve, I don't want to eat it. Yeah. Like dolphins can I would problem never, solve. I would never eat a raven. Or the Australian Kia parrot. Are you <laughs> familiar with specific? those? Probably the if Australian. I see it. They are a bird that loves to take cars apart. <laughs> like if you park in one of their nesting areas during mating season, they will pull your weather stripping out of your car. They will these, take your bumper off. Are these like one of those uh, bipedal birds? No, no, no. They're birds. They're parrots. Oh, they're parrots. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they can crush nuts with their fucking beaks. Of course they could do that. But they, they also have those um, those tongues that are extremely uh, durable mm-hmm. and uh, dexterous. And they yeah. just, they'll get in there and unscrew a bolt. Yeah, don't, listen, don't eat things that problem solve. I think that's kind of like my religious, except for like capybaras. I don't think they deserve it. They're chill with everybody. Honestly, you want the, the the dodos of the mammal world, world's largest yeah. rodent. Fucking love them. I would I would love to hang out with just a herd of capybaras. So yeah, that'd be cool. One of my dreams, well, two of them from my animal dreams. I want to swim with the manatees. Mm-hmm. It's like what? Dude, what large creature? I feel like they're the largest creature you can swim with and have, don't have to worry about getting hurt at all. Yeah. They're, they're dumb as they're dumb. I don't think they can bite. Come visit. Like even man. A, we'll go, we'll go um either we'll we'll rent a kayak or we'll just go hiking down by the inlet. I, I was walking along the, the shore I love kayaking. and there was just four manatees just chilling. I could have taken my shoes off and stepped down and hung out with them. Fucking love cool. them. Oh, and then the other thing I want to do, you know those scenes where you see the snow monkeys in the hot springs? Oh, yeah. I just also want to be in the hot springs with the monkeys. It's like up to my nose. <laughs> just like just hanging out with the, the snow monkeys. I want that to be like my picture. Just like just me in the middle and then several monkeys just doing the same thing just halfway you'd, in. You'd have to hang out there for a while for them to come back. Yeah, you Those are wild said, monkeys. I know. Listen, apes are, gro- or apes are great. I can listen. All the, the was it the greater apes? You got orangutans, you got bonobos, chimps, uh, gorillas, and humans. Fucking love them all. And you know, there's lesser apes too. You know what the lesser apes are? Every species of gibbon. Gibbon are the only lesser ape. And I'm upset <laughs> about that. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're lesser because they don't have quite the same. Um, Mental capacity. Anywhere where humans live among orangutans, there is a legend that they can talk. They just choose not to. Well, you know what orangutan means, right? Man of the woods. I think tan means man and oranga means like woods or something. I think it's Taiwanese. Hmm. Is Southeast, somewhere in Southeast Asia where they are, it means woods man or man of the woods and they're pretty much solitary animals too yeah they're the wizards of the ape world (laughs) (laughs) 
have you ever seen the ones that uh spearfish have lived near men and the picked up the habit of spearfishing <laughs> yeah. yeah they're cool as shit because for some reason we're the only apes that can swim none of them have figured the fuck out of how, like how to swim yet no. i don't understand it well i mean they haven't well, needed to i guess I mean, I think it'd be helpful since they live in some places, you know, like the rainforest where it floods. You mean I guess. the rainforest where swimming means anacondas, crocodilians? No, that's that's an you know the I think anacondas are only found in uh, South America. I know the green anaconda at least in the Amazon. So, so like Amazon River rainforest, yeah. yeah. But the other rainforest, you know, the cool one. Well, you know, there's 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 apes in South America too. Yeah, but they need to learn how to swim. <laughs> Monkeys just need to learn how to swim. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, if you live in the woods, you're a woods person, just chilling out, eating I mean, I whatever. Am whatever fruits and vegetables you find and other other smaller monkeys that encroach on your territory hey listen that's only chimps okay well, yeah chimps are assholes bonobos are cool don't fuck with a chimp well bonobos aren't chimpanzees they're just a, a different branch they're the yeah, ones but... who, who discovered how fun fucking was bonobos so what's the <laughs> river in africa that goes like laterally or horizontally not denial I don't think it's denial. It's I mean, uh, whatever it Nile. is. Nile it flows uh, south to north. That's but what anyway, makes there, it weird. It's basically a river that divides chimpanzees and bonobos. But like bonobos are like, they're not territory, like super territorial. They're pretty chill. While chimps are fucking like, they'll fucking rip your face off because you step in their mm-hmm. land. Well, chimps, chimps tend to set up like hunting ambushes. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll chase other prey into waiting ambushes. They're but bonobos, bonobos are still territorial. They just handle territorial disputes differently. They'll fuck you to death. <laughs> <laughs> well they'll they'll fuck you into the family. Isn't that like how if, all families are started? Hold yeah. on. <laughs> you get fucked into a family <laughs> if if two tribes or two groups of babonos run into each other they just spend so much time banging and grooming until they all just become one family group word i also want to okay so we're getting low on time i want to bring up a monkey experiment to you frakes that i've heard it's only theoretical because i don't think anybody's done it but what you do is you get five chimps. And in this room for the chimps, there's a ladder with a banana at the top of the ladder. What's what's one of the chimpanzees going to do, Frakes? What's he going to do when he sees the banana at the top of the ladder? I mean, it depends. Is this a chimpanzee who likes bananas? Yes, Frakes. Don't be a fucking cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not every monkey likes bananas. Yes, they do. But anyway, the chimpanzee... <laughs> I'll fight you on that. The- They'll yeah, you're on the ladder gets banana. <laughs> so then what you do is you spray the other four chimps with water. You repeat this until the four chimps at the bottom get mad and beat the shit out of the other monkey who climbs to the top. 
eventually you get five monkeys that are too afraid to climb the ladder because the other monkeys will attack them. What you do then is you take one of the monkeys out or one of the chimps out and you replace it with another, a new chimp. What's he do when he sees the, the banana at the top of the ladder? Climbs he goes ladder. for it. You know what happens to him? He gets his ass beat. Right. So he's confused until he learns that if you climb the ladder, the other monkeys kick your ass. And then what you do is you slowly remove all the original monkeys until they have a tradition. Whoever tries to get that banana gets their ass beat and they don't know why. <laughs> well, it's, it's like the, um, the apes in uh, not Sierra Leone. Yeah, I think it might be Sierra Leone. The jungles around Sierra Leone, the machete apes. Oh, the machete apes. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure that I, it's been so many generations. They don't know why they have these tools that are super useful. Tools from the or gods. why they know how to use them. But they use them. They definitely use them. Nothing scarier than seeing a chimpanzee throw a machete at a tree. Yeah, or just a chimpanzee with a machete. Yeah, That's, that is <laughs> you know how strong chimpanzees are? You ever seen a hairless one? They're fucking jacked. Yeah. I have seen those. God, I've enjoyed this episode. This has been fun. We talked about food and monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I'm surprised that I even had that much energy. Listen, I, I feel like the one-on-one noob shows do the best. Yeah, they're pretty good. Now, so I've started drawing again. All right. And I'm also trying to write at the same time. I'm writing the chronicles of our role-playing game so far. They're good, yes. And I'm kind of at this impasse where I thought, okay, I've been procrastinating on writing. So maybe if I have a different project to procrastinate against, I will get more writing done. So, you know, I'm procrastinating on my drawing, so I'll work on my writing. I'm procrastinating on my writing, so I'll work on my drawing. See, I'm glad. Has it worked? <laughs> I just want to draw. I'm, I'm glad you want to help with writing because I need help writing something for our main show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I need I need a plot hook to send to Toker because I. Anyway. Well, do you want listen, to talk about that after the noob show so that it's not damn on right? The noob show? Yeah, but I want people to get excited about it. Okay. Ooh, it's right. it's a thing that has slime in the name. Good luck figuring out what it is, Dave. <laughs> but we can't just single out dave we've got other patrons yeah but dave's my favorite fuck you jeff <laughs> you thought you were cool jeff when you were gonna take that bag and bang it on the wall i thought you were just gonna toss it over the edge but no like toker said you went from no rubies and just bang bang <laughs> <laughs> that was that one was of my favorite episode. episodes that's where i'm at it's been fun uh, so that's where you are. You haven't gotten to the newest one that just came. No, out. I'm only on. No, I think I started. I don't think I finished it. Oh, get excited! No, I did start it. Jeb gets slashed by a blade. His hands. Yeah, door. yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's go to so w- the- What? Good, good. good. Like, go to www. Buy our stuff. Comment below, like, and subscribe. Rate us on all the Audible. Yeah, check out our Patreon. We've got, um, like, 
50 extra episodes of Raiders of the Lark, our best show on the network. 